Welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And we are back for another episode, ready to hit you with some more Disney discussions. Brett, what's going on? What's new in your world? Yeah, doing really well. Uh, only Ryan can see right now, but I'm currently wrapped up like a burrito in a blanket. Um, <laughs> it's miserable weather here, but we still got outside. We played some spike ball. Uh, we went out for some drinks recently. I got a new car. So all in all, I'm doing really well. Um, how are you? Yeah, no, that sounds like an awesome recent event. Yeah. For me, I also have had a pretty eventful past week. I was just down in Disney Springs, well, in the Orlando area, and so mm-hmm. we went to Disney Springs. I have to say it was a huge, huge tease being in the area and not getting a chance to go into the actual parks. Totally As we drove by, we saw the Epcot Ball and the Tower of Terror and you know some of the other key iconic parts of these parks as you're driving by seeing all the signs for the entrances and stuff all the resorts gosh it was a tease it was like being hungry for a cheesesteak and then driving by a cheesesteak spot (laughs) and only being able to smell it out the window yeah there's no parking spots available (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so if you can't tell yes we are from philadelphia and yes i am hungry for a cheesesteak right now but get going after. <laughs> yeah, but it was really, really tough to be there, but also enjoyable, right? There's some sense of just like enjoyment being just even in the area. Right. Um, but so we went to Disney Springs. So, well, you know, I'm excited to share a little bit about that, you know, what we did. And then we're going to jump into two more topics that we have to cover just to talk about some other park stuff. Yeah. So. I think we should just jump right into your trip. Let's start there, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Or do you want to start with – no, let's start there. Let's start with um, Let's start with your trip. Give like the rundown, what you did, what you saw, what's new, what stood out. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole kit and caboodle. So we went to Disney Springs twice out of the five-night trip, and we went with people who have been down to Disney World but don't go – nearly as often and so they were not super super familiar with disney springs and and what it all has to offer so i was excited and they wanted to try the edison and i wanted to show them the raglan road so those are the two reservations that we had and we did them both on the same night which was kind of a bad idea in hindsight (laughs) but i thought it would be cool just to like have dinner at the edison and then go to the raglan for like a drink and just watch the, the rest of the show Right, But when we arrived, we all just went so hard at dinner in terms of ordering a ton of food and trying all these drinks and then really enjoying ourselves there. And we were so full by the time we got to Raglan. But the Edison was really cool. It was great to be there again. What I noticed this time that I guess I didn't realize last time is that they play modern songs but to a 1920s, 1930s like theme or song or, or, or sound. Or, and they had a live singer there. Down, We sat down on the bottom floor, and they had a live singer also singing in that same type of oldies theme. And they were singing like Paparazzi by Lady Gaga and even like a, maybe like a Maroon 5 song or something else like a song that you would recognize, a Taylor Swift song, I think, but it was to an old 
slower type of sound with like a saxophone. I don't know. It was really, really cool. So that is something I noticed. We really enjoyed that. Everybody had a great time. And sure. the food is really, really good there. The we, ha- we all had cocktails, something from the bar special. Very, very well crafted, very tasty, very expensive. It was an expensive <laughs> meal, but definitely, uh, yeah, it was definitely a unique thing. Um, ultimately, though, we enjoyed it, and then we went to Raglan afterwards, and I just felt bad because when we got there, our server at the Raglan Road was like, "Okay, you know, hey guys, how you doing?" She was all peppy and excited, and we were all in a food coma. So we were all like, hey, you know, what's going on? And then she sees our Edison bag because we had takeout or we had leftovers. And she goes, um, did you guys just come from the Edison? And we she were called like, you out. Yeah. She was like, did you guys? That's just not really her Edison? place. <laughs> and so we all look at the bag and then we look back at her and we go, yeah. And then she goes, did you eat there? And then we look at the bag again and then we look back at her. And we said, yeah. And then everyone kind of awkwardly laughed at each other. And then she was like, well, are you going to get anything here? And we were like, well, and all of us were stopped, like not starving, opposite. So, so stuffed and full. And we were like, well, we, you know, we just kind of wanted, you know, some drinks and just to see the music and to see the show. And I could tell she was a little annoyed because we were a six top. And she probably thought it was going to be like a nice high bill. Yeah. And so that leads me to say we ended up staying for like three, four songs. We got a round of shots. We got drinks, one round of drinks each, and then uh, ended up tipping her really well because we felt really bad. But the entertainment at Raglan Road was top notch, as always. Two gentlemen were playing on the stage, playing great songs, getting people to clap in the audience, getting people to dance. And then some dancers would come up every few, uh, few songs. They'd be around on the stage, and then at the very end, we were there until just about the closing of the music, and they had a dance battle where a guy got on the middle and was dancing on a table, and then a girl was on the stage, and she was dancing on the table, and they would go back and forth, and so the guy would solo, and then the girl would solo, and then as an audience member, we had to clap who we thought was better each time, and so it was kind of cool that they would like show off and do different tricks and make different beats with their feet. And so yeah. that was a really, really enjoyable experience. That's cool. Also, anybody who's listening who's never been to the Raglan Road, this is an Irish pub. So yes. Ryan's referring to Irish dancing and not like – they're not like breaking it down with like solos, <laughs> like pop lop and dropping it or anything like that. Like they That's are like dream. strictly tap dancing. It's like a piccolo. Yeah, and it's, it's not like electronic music. Like you're like they're having a dance battle on top of the tables. Yeah, like they are them, not like, dancing. Yeah, on their head. No, they are. They are in, like dresses and tap dancing, which is still like very cool, and they are fantastic at what they do. But it's not the kind of dance battle that I'm sure some <laughs> yeah. people are like envisioning in their mind. They're like, why would you want to eat around that? Yeah, but, doesn't it no. seem reckless? Yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Yes, it's Irish dancing, just tapping their feet on the ground and doing a couple tricks and kicks. Yeah. <laughs> but the beats that they make are, are like distinct and very cool and, and different and all purposeful. So it was really cool to watch. And we had a great seat. Um, as you guys may have seen on our Instagram, I did try to share a couple yeah. clips of the night as we went to different spots. But that was the first night. 
And then fast forward a few days later, we actually went back for lunch. We had a nice uh, kind of overcast rainy day. We weren't sure if we we're going to get the pool in. So we wanted to go to Disney Springs for lunch. The girls wanted to shop a little bit. The guys wanted to watch some soccer games. And so ultimately we went shopping for a bit. We got, got, the, got it out of the girls system. You know, we had to do our part of walking in and out of the stores and holding the bags and you know how it goes. Yeah. But then we ultimately ended up at City Works. And this was a this is a giant sports bar for those who don't know. And I think it has like one of the largest walls of draft beer like in the country or something. And excellent, excellent atmosphere, tons of TVs everywhere, high tops, booths, super cool atmosphere. So we were there. The guys were in there having watching different games, <laughs> different <laughs> different sports. We were getting good drinks and the food here was delicious as well. So we got a lot of shareables for the table. And we Love really, that. really enjoyed everything about that. So highly recommend City Works as well. It's just a nice, you know, low pressure place. You don't have to worry about a crazy menu. You just go right. enjoy yourself and, and it's a great spot to go with a big group of people. Very nice. Did you notice anything new at Disney Springs? Like a new shop that you haven't seen before? Um, I'm trying to think. Um I don't think so. I was trying to pick up on like something on some new shops. Yeah. I didn't really notice any initially. Now we did not. Oh, actually, you know what I did notice? Where the NBA experience is, is God, what is that? No longer there, obviously. But inside now, it's a virtual reality um, experience that you can walk up to, and it's ran by Facebook or Meta. And their new Oculus Quest or Meta Quest. Yeah. And you can go in and experience a Star Wars game. And so I walked up and I said, hey, you know, how much is this free, surprisingly? So very rare Interesting. to really hear that free. And you just have to wait in line. And at the time that I walked up, it was midday on like a Wednesday or Thursday. And it was a uh, one-hour wait, standby. So... And there's no fast pass. I don't know why I just said standby. I guess I have it of being <laughs> being here. But no. one hour wait, free to do, and seemed like a really cool experience. We did not wait, but I just was curious just for the intel and just to like right. see what would it be. It's and, probably a little uh, bit of like a yeah. marketing ploy for both like Disney and Quest. Like I'm sure it's like to get people trying their product. Yep. To be like, wow, like that was quite well one now. And then I'm yeah, sure a ton it's of also foot like, traffic. Yeah, it's probably it's genius actually. What did was it like the void? Because I know that used to be the old VR. Was it fully immersive or was it strictly just headset? That's what I thought. I was excited too because we we really enjoyed the void. Yeah. But it was strictly headset with the controllers, no uh, haptic vest, no book bag, no nothing like that. Yeah, that was and crazy. We I felt like we were going bit, to like we were going to combat when we got ready for the void. When you get strapped up with a book bag it's and a heavy. gun and a real gun, like a real blaster, you yeah. thought you were actually in it. I thought they were going to put us somewhere. Yeah. No, that got a. That's cool. It's there, though. And I don't know. I feel like that's something that could be like last a little longer in that space. Mm-hmm. And they probably I hope it's might. Successful. Yeah. And they might charge for it later down the line for all we know. But. Yeah. So unfortunately, somebody in our group started to feel unwell and so we didn't get a chance to walk past world of disney and and the older Mm -hmm. side of uh disney springs 
So we did have to cut the trip a little short, at least the Disney spring side of it. But it was still good to be there, hear some live yeah. music, see the environment, and it was just great. And, you know, it, I, it's one of my favorite places to go. I just wish we had somewhere like that, even by us, just to have yeah. somewhere that's a true destination to go for music and to go for drinks and to go for restaurants and to go for events or experiences, right, with right. the bowling or the movie theater or the Cirque du Soleil, right? There's so many things to do there. And it just seems like such a unique place that I get giddy when I get to go. So I really enjoyed it. Yes, I can only imagine. But thank you for sharing your your mm-hmm. trip and kind of filling us in. I did see a few times on the Instagram story that you were posting. So yep. I feel like you were, we were down there with you for a little bit there. Yeah, um, that, that was the goal. Hopefully people yeah. could you know, see something that they like, oh, yeah, I love that. Or like, oh, that looks cool. Maybe I'll add that to my itinerary next time. So right. just wanted to show you guys kind of what we were doing. Love that. Um, but, yeah, let's jump into some conversations. We're right about the like halfway mark, so I think it's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with my question because I don't really love it, but I feel like the one that you pitched to me before this podcast is like very dissectable. Okay. Um, but I think it's just a touch on it. Okay, well, two things actually. One, did you see the video of the Disneyland employee that ruined the proposal? I did see that. Oh my gosh. That what was horrible. That? I I think that's horrible. Um I think like yeah, they might be in the wrong, but let them like finish at least like the oh moment. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, if you haven't seen the video, check it out. But it's essentially this guy's about to get down on one knee and propose and the, on like a stage or something that they're not supposed to be on or they didn't get permission for. Yeah. Um, it's almost like where characters would stand like during like a parade or something. But it was almost like to the public on the same sense. It wasn't like behind like ropes or anything. It, like the staircase was like active. It was like out in the uh, open. Yeah. It was like – it was essentially they put like a pop-up stage like in the hub of like Magic Kingdom. Like, yeah. It was like a stairs. little gate that he could just like – step over it was tiny yeah yeah so apparently this guy and like this girl were up there and gets like on like one knee and he's about to do it and this disneyland employee comes like sprinting from like out of frame snatches the ring out of this dude's hand and like escorts them off and like they are both so confused like what's happening (laughs) and the disneyland employee is so like firm on his decision he's like pointing like aggressively to like get off like I get they're in the wrong, but let them finish. Yeah, there was like a way to go about it that one, the Disney employee just handled that really poorly in terms yes. of the customer experience and <laughs> even just like as a human. I mean, I agree with you. He was in the wrong. They shouldn't be somewhere that they're not necessarily supposed to be. Right. But for a special moment like that, let the photo be taken. Let the proposal quickly happen. Proposals are fast, dude. They're not like gonna sit there all day and party yes. on there. And, like he just wanted to get a quick, you know, memorable photo. Super <laughs> cool location. A little risky, yeah, but you know what? It's, it would make a cooler yeah. story because it's like, hey, remember when we when I proposed to you at this like yeah you know, stage at Disney? And for the guy to come over. And actually touch the ring and like take it out of his hand. The hand eye of this guy was actually <laughs> incredible. The running and grabbing the ring and then to – and I think it just – that part is rude too. Like there's a difference be like, hey, 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 you know, sorry right. to break this up. And he's like waving his <laughs> – you know, that's how I would have done it I guess. Like if I was 
being somebody who is like super strict, I would ideally just be like, hey, you know, hey, you know, sorry to be the bad guy, but you know, it's a safety hazard. Really can't have you guys up here. Do you mind yes. just stepping down there? But to run through, grab the ring like he's a running back and yeah. running like off the stage and <laughs> hurting them like sheep off the stage. Just so rude. So rude. And this, he full sprinted. Mm-hmm. He ran like a four six, like sixty yard dash to get to them. Like <laughs> it was, it was fast. But yeah, I just saw. I just thought it was funny to bring it up because that would be like we're all mad here. That's our weekly yeah. segment there. Um, but yeah, it was just so like I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to say like insensitive because like yes, I understand like you're not supposed to be there, but like let him finish. Yeah, like it's you said, two minutes, sure. two minutes. Um, no, but I guess my only question or, or thing to dissect would be like. With new things coming to like light, not light, I and mean, that's like there's problems, but new things being released, I guess, do you start to see the same concepts being reused? And is Disney starting to like essentially just reuse their old ideas and bring them back to like show new? Um, like they're bringing back the minivans, yeah. but there's all suburbans now. So, like, I don't know what the change there was. Like, they didn't work the first time. What are we expecting now, especially when you've already. <laughs> price gouged everything else yeah so like i don't understand that concept um and the essentially from what i've seen i haven't seen like a full ride through i've seen like a short preview Mm -hmm. um the new guardians roller coaster is essentially moving you to like the proper spot of like the show to like show you like through like essentially the same technology as a doom buggy on the haunted mansion so I start to see like these same reoccurring patterns in Disney's like new items, and I'm like, we've already seen this. Like that's not revolutionary. That's not new. Mm-hmm. That's just the same idea, just applied somewhere else. And I, that's not not saying it's a bad thing, but no, I'm saying it's, like it's an interesting concept. Yeah, because the minivan thing, I agree with you. You know, it didn't seem incredibly popular the first time around. Perhaps they're just trying again, and maybe they felt like with COVID, it didn't give it enough of a chance to like catch on. But I also am curious. I wonder if they're going to make this as part of like a airport thing, like connecting it to picking you up at the airport and, and having like a paid Magical Express experience. Um, and then, yeah, for the Guardians of the Galaxy, I also have not watched any footage of that. I want to go into that as blind as possible yes. as a first-time rider. But from what we have heard and what they have released, yes, it does seem like it spins. And so, yeah, is it going to be like a similar experience to just being in a Doom buggy but maybe faster? Who knows? Yeah. You know, I don't want to read too many spoilers, but I also wish – or hope that they would have taken the time off during the pandemic to really like, I don't know, start really thinking of some new ideas, something fresh. Um, right. I know it's cost effective to reuse stuff and just to, I'm sure re-implement some things that they know. And sometimes you're right. Like sometimes using things that are good, like if it's not broken, don't try to fix it type of thing. Yeah. Like if, if, if it's successful before it can be successful again. So I do understand that there are some moments like that, but ultimately it's also cool to kind of push the boundaries a little bit, try to change it up. And, you know, maybe once we get on it, we'll be like, that was nothing like a doom buggy, you know, it was yeah. super, super different, but right. it's just an interesting thought. So I don't know, you know, it's definitely something to keep an eye on as they're coming up. It definitely feels like that with their movies, right. With all the live action remakes Gosh. and the, 
the Star Wars and the Marvel and all the spinoffs, it does feel like they are kind of going back through their catalog and just recycling and, and doing that again. But then again, we get some new fresh ideas too every once in a while. So it does yeah. start to feel like that. So that's an interesting point you brought up. Yeah. Don't get me started with the whole movie things. We're not even going to go into that this episode. But <laughs> Are you going to see Lightyear? I don't think so. I we're also I haven't we haven't seen Red yet, which mm. I, I haven't I either. I don't know if we have a desire to. I don't know if we want I to. I don't but. either. And I remember when we when we brought that up on the podcast, you know, many many weeks ago when it was first trailered. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like something that piques our interest. But same with Lightyear. Like I don't care where Buzz came from. And as blunt as that sounds, like, I don't care. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> I think I will give Pinocchio a chance, though. The live action, that does look very cool. Yeah. But also because I don't think I would... I don't know the last time I actually saw Pinocchio of itself mm-hmm. like in an actual movie. So I think I would give this one a chance because of the... Not to say like how old the other one is, but sometimes old movies are really hard to sit through. <laughs> how poor yeah. they just are yeah. animated and stuff and i know granted technology is so bad back there but sometimes it is really bad yeah they did that on like a flip pad <laughs> right they drew every scene like by hand <laughs> so but no yeah. i think i want to yeah. see a longer trailer it was like a teaser trailer so it showed some of the animation and the live action look and it all yeah. looked really cool and i want to see what he looks like like correct because they didn't really show him at all so no which makes me a little nervous but Yes. Maybe it's just to prolong the suspense. And <laughs> For sure. But you know if he looks like a weirdo, he's going to get – they're going to get well, slandered. Correct. On, and like they redid – And the memes and the jokes. Yes, and they did it with Sonic. When they, when they first released Sonic's trailer, people were like, that looks nothing like Sonic the yeah, Hedgehog. Like, yeah, yeah. They pushed back that release date and they redid that entire movie. So, yeah. And then every time Disney posts after that, regardless of the post, it could be like, we're giving this – charitable foundation a million dollars you know let's celebrate that and all the comments are going to be like give us a better pinocchio (laughs) fix his nose he looks like a fake wooden doll or something he is a wooden doll this doesn't look live action well yeah (laughs) because it's a fake doll (laughs) (laughs) it's literally you can't grade that because then gosh forbid they put someone in a character costume for him they'd be like they should have used CGI. <laughs> yeah. And then they use CGI and they're like, this looks horrible. Exactly. It's like, well, what do you want? We're celebrating a new menu item today at Animal Kingdom. Take a look at this brand new drink. That's great, but give us the wooden doll, please. <laughs> Free Pinocchio. Justice for Pinocchio. It's going to be oh all the comments. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's so, so accurate, but... That's how everybody is all the time. I know. It's so funny. So hopefully Disney does not get that treatment and they get it right, which I have confidence that they will because they have a lot of very talented people behind the scenes, but you never know. Correct. Correct. But I think that's a good segue. Speaking of Animal Kingdom and new things, you know, into my prompt and my question for you, Brett, is which park do you feel is the most well-rounded park? This could be in terms of the best or the most like well-rounded rides, well-rounded food, well-rounded environments, well-rounded shows, a good size. You know, what do you think? What what park has like checks 
most of the boxes and does it when well? I, that's like kind of a loaded question because um, I feel like most parks do hit on a lot of like categories. Um, but what jumps to the top of my head, and it wasn't until recent, but it would probably be Hollywood Studios. Mm. I think between stage shows, between like Beauty and the Beast, Indiana Jones, Fantasmic, um, and then you get a ride, you have thrill rides. So you got like Haunted Mansion, not Haunted Mansion, um, Hollywood Tower. Yep. And then you got everything Rock Star Wars, Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. Toy Story, you have Immersive yep. Lands, which is something you always want to look at. They have good food um, between both like Sci-Fi Diner and the Indiana Jones uh, restaurant like you pointed out the other day. And then they have like unique foods in Star Wars and the Toy Story Land. So I just think that park – and they have cavalcades too here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just overall – and I don't, I don't feel like that park is very big. I feel like it's very manageable. Aside from Sunset Boulevard and your walk to toy, or your walk to Star Wars, those are probably like the most out of the way things. Mm-hmm. Um, and even then, they're not really out of the way because they all connect some way or another. But yeah, I feel like it's a very manageable park. I feel like you, if you were just to walk that park and not do anything, I feel like you could walk the whole perimeter of it in like twenty five minutes, probably. Yeah, and I feel like it's that's pretty good. So. That would be the one that comes to my mind, like right away. Um, I obviously I there's it. probably there's probably arguments for every park, but right away, like between shows, food, and rides, I think that one has the most, like for sure. Again, as always, like for our age, like if you are you could say like Magic Kingdom has the most like kid rides, like yes, obviously it's their main park. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for our age, Hollywood's probably the most well-rounded park. Nice. I, I think it's a very, very solid argument. That would hold up for sure. And I agree with you know a lot of that. I think Hollywood does have a ton of great rides. It has a ton of great shows. And it has even some spots for some unique foods like Ogus Cantina and all. Mm-hmm. So it definitely has its fair share of really cool you know, experiences in each category of food, ride, shows, and just size in general. I think you're right. Like It doesn't feel too too large i think if i was standing at the front and then to think about like getting all the way back to star wars like you said that's definitely the farthest walk you would have right but other than that not too too bad so interesting how about you what would you say i think i would go with an overall well-rounded park probably magic kingdom and i think because it it has a good blend of rides it has thrill rides it has the kiddie rides, and it has the standard, like, just kind of killing time rides, like, you know, crowd favorites, but maybe nothing revolutionary. Right. It has delicious food, as we always praise. Of course. Many places that need reservations, other places that are just quick service and equally as good. Uh, it has a ton of shows, at least in terms of, like, stage shows by the castle or parades doesn't yeah. necessarily have a lot of shows that you would wait in like a, a standby line for or a fast pass line for not like a festival of the lion king or something right. like that but it does have its own fair share of parades and fireworks and stage shows by the castle yeah you know what i've I mean? actually so- never thought about that 
they really the don't have like um aside from their stage shows they really don't have a show that's in like a theater anywhere yeah, the two that I can literally think of, and they're not even live action, are Hall of Presidents, which yeah. is in an auditorium, and... PhilharMagic. Oh, PhilharMagic, okay, three. And then The Laugh Law. The Laugh Law, and Country Bear Jamboree. Show. But, like, yeah, like again, those are all four that have either a screen or an animatronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, There's I know when I... Indoor stage show. Yeah, and I don't know what you would put on because I I guess they're being put on in other parts of the park or parks, other parks. Other parks, yeah, but it truly is just, I don't know. I guess yeah. the stage, though, like, makes up for it, but sometimes there's something about, like, sitting and watching a show is something, it's kind of nice compared to, like, standing and watching a show. Yeah, totally different experience for sure. And then yeah. I think Magic Kingdom also does a nice job with the details and the environments of the different lands. It has a variety of different lands, different environments. Doesn't feel like stale or doesn't feel like it's the same thing copy and pasted over and over. Right. So I, for that reason, I think Magic Kingdom definitely is one of the more well-rounded parks of the four. And but like you said, I think arguments could be made for all of them. They all bring unique things to the table. They all try to touch on all of these categories. And do it well, and that's why we all love Walt Disney World because they yeah, just I think it out of the park. I think the only one that would probably lose to any or most arguments would be Animal. I feel like that's the one that we've always said has the most limitations because of the live animals. Like you can't do fireworks, you can't have as much happening mm-hmm. because of that. I was that. thinking Epcot too, so that's funny you said that because it has the fewest rides, and yes. Perhaps they're starting to overcome that by having the new Guardians one and and doing the refurbishments with the Moana experience and a couple right. of the other new stuff. So maybe in a year and a half's time, it'll be a whole different park experience. Yeah, but I mean, that, that park wins Epcot. food all day. Oh, yeah, that park so. wins food and almost – maybe this is even a, a discussion for another time, but which park has like the better environments or the most detailed environments – Yes. Because that's a tough one because Epcot does such great things in the pavilions and in its own lands. But at the same yeah. time, Pandora is very cool. Uh, you know, the Harambe Market is really cool for Animal Kingdom. I forgot. That. Like every park has their own yeah. excellent detail. That so, needs to be a full discussion. That needs yeah, to be a full episode. Yeah, I think episode. we'll go deeper into that one in a future yeah. episode. But that seems like a good good place to stop. I mean, that is some good Disney discussion this week. That was some great Disney discussion. Um, as always, thank you so much for, for listening. We will be off next week because I'll be in Disney. Yeah. When do you leave? Friday. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. So no episode. Walk in the streets of Disney World next (laughs) week. He will be taking over the Instagram account, sharing some of his days as he goes through. So keep an eye out on that. Brett, I'm really excited for you. I can't wait to see. Yes. Very, very excited. Um, but we are off next week. So take next week to catch up on any episodes that, pique your interest or that you haven't listened to. Um, and then be sure to follow us on a dose of magic podcast on Instagram. Um, and we appreciate you always hanging out with us. So thank you so much. And we'll catch you next week. Thanks everyone.